Today we're going to learn Perek Beis of Hilchas Beis of Chira from Halacha Yud Gimel all the way to the end of the Perek, which finishes after Halacha Yud Ches. We're not going to go mamish in order because I want to give you the general overview, and then we're going to get into the pratim that are discussed in these halachas. How do we build the mizbeach before we get to the ramp? How do we actually build this humongous structure? How was it done? So the Rambam says that basically you would first have a frame. Now you have to understand how this frame would work because as we mentioned yesterday, half of the soyvev did not exist. The whole south eastern part of the soyvev, the soyd I mean, the foundation, it didn't exist. So how did they build it? So they would build, they had this like wooden frame now, in the wooden frame, they actually had pieces of wood where the yesoid would have been, which they removed later. Then they pretty much, from these wooden structure, this wooden frame, which a lot of times they build mikvois this way also when they have to do the cement and different things, they would put stones. We said that uh, the stones had to be so pure that even if it was nicked by a shitikonis by a tzipoidin, like the shechita knives, it would be puzzle. As well as you cannot have iron that went on to stones of the Mizbeach. They would put these stones and this cement and this other material which would put it pretty much together in this frame until it would come pretty solid because cement gets hard, etc., and then you would remove the frame and you have your mizbeach. They would remove the pieces that were wood, for example, where the yesoid would be. Another place which was hollow, hollow actually till the top, was the kronois, the corners on top of the mizbeach. And they were hollow because they would pour different things sometimes inside of it. So, but they also would fill it with a substance of wood then they would take it out so that it would be part of the structure. So they have this massive mizbeach which was built in this way. What's interesting is the halacha that the cement part of the mizbeach, because you have wood and cement, the wood, the, I mean, sorry, you have stones and cement, the stone part of the mizbeach was missing a little bit, like it becomes puzzle, like we mentioned. However, the actual mizbeach, which is the seed, the cement part of the mizbeach, if nifkam bibinyonai tefach, if it was missing or came out a tefach part, that would make it possible over there. So there are different halachis if it's the cement of the mizbeach as opposed to the stone of the mizbeach. So that is as much as building the actual mizbeach. Now let's talk a little bit about the ramp of the Mizbeach. Again, you're walking into the Beis HaMikdash from Mizrach to Meir, from east to west. North is on your right, south is on your left. You see this huge structure, the Mizbeach. Where is the ramp? Is the ramp closer to you, which would mean the north side of the Mizbeach, or is it further to your left, the south side? And the answer is the ramp is on the south side. In other words, when you walk in, you just see the huge structure to your left. The ramp is further left 
to the Mizbeach. Now the ramp had interesting dimensions, this Kevish. The ramp took you not to the place where the Kronos are, where the corners are. The ramp takes us to the Mokim HaMa'arocha, where the actual Karbonis, the Imurim, are brought up. And if you remember yesterday, that is 53 Tvachim high in the ear. The Mizbeach is 58 Tvachim, minus 5 of the Kronos, so it's 53. And like we mentioned yesterday, it's 9 Amis minus a Tefach. Or in the words of the Rambam, Pochais Shtus, missing a sixth. Because each Amma is six Tvachim, so mit, missing a sixth means minus a Tefach. So the, the Kevesh, this huge structure, brought us to the Mokayim HaMarocha, which means 53 Tvachim high. Nine Amis minus a Tefach. Now, it did not actually touch the Mizbeach. Even though it went over the Yisoyed, over the Soivev, it did not actually touch the Mizbeach. And the reason is because the Kehanim, there's a mitzvah of Zrika, of throwing the Imurim. If it's Mamish touching, so then you didn't throw it because you're still, you're like on the Mizbeach. Throwing means you're in a place which is separate from the Mizbeach and you threw it on. So the, the ramp had to be a little bit separate from the Mizbeach so that you can throw it onto the Mizbeach. The ramp was 32 Amis long. But as we mentioned, two of those Amis were covering the Amma of the Yesoid and the Amma of the Soivev. So if you actually measured from the bottom of the Mizbeach, from the Yesoid, all the way to the end of the ramp, you will only see 30 Amis. That's big enough. And it was 32 Amis long, and it was 16 Amis wide. And um, 16 Amis wide is approximately 30 feet wide. It's a huge, huge ramp in front of the Mizbeach. Now, off the ramp of the Mizbeach, the main Kevesh, there were two smaller ramps. What was the purpose of the two smaller ramps? Well, let's start with the first one. The problem, not problem, the main ramp is taking you up all the way to the Mokim HaMarocha, which is like an elevator going to the third floor. What if you have to make it to the second floor? What if you have to make it to the Soivev? So your ramp is not going to help you because the ramp, you're just going up to the, to the top of the Mizbeach. So they had another ramp which went off and... One ramp took you to the Soivev. And then there was another ramp, which was fascinating that it existed. Basically, let's say a Koyin had to throw the Imurim on the Mizbeach, and then he had to spritz some of the blood onto the Yesoid of the Mizbeach. So a normal person would say, he'll go down the ramp, then he has to make it back to the Yisoyed. How far back is he going to have to go? He's going to have to walk another 30 Amis. He's going to have to walk all the way down the ramp, turn around, and walk 30 Amis till he gets to the Yisoyed, till he gets to the foundation. The problem is that blood congeals very quickly, and we want the least amount of time that the Koyin is holding blood in a Kali. As a matter of fact, as you know, 
that they, you know, when you read the Avoida and other things, they would mix blood because blood congeals. So therefore, what did they do? They made that there was a second ramp. The Koyin's coming down the big ramp, and like right in the middle, there was like another mini ramp that he can go straight to the Yesoi. He doesn't have to go all the way to the end of the big ramp, turn around and go to the Yesoi. He can have, take this mini ramp. It will save him X amount of time till he gets to the Yesoi. The, the point is, it's the minimum amount of time we want the Koyin with the blood so that it doesn't congeal, it doesn't get hard, and it can be thrown onto the Mizbeach, the Yesoid of the Mizbeach. Now, there was another part of the Mizbeach. There was a window. Now, we call it, and we don't call it a full window, we call it a revuva. Why don't we call it a full window? Because window means that it's through and through. You can see from one side to the other side. This was more of a cubicle because we're talking about from one side to the other side is 16 amas. This is a window of 30 feet across. We don't need such a window. It was a more of a cubicle. Now what was the purpose of this revuva and where was it? First let's discuss the purpose. The purpose is that a woman that gives birth she has to bring two carbonates. She brings a oila and she brings a chatos. Now we know that one of the reasons why a lady gives birth brings a chatos is because she makes a promise by birth that she won't have any more children because it's so painful and that's obviously a very negative thing. So one of, let's get into they bring two carbonates. Now we know that there are many shyless about birth mainly about if there is a stillbirth or if there is a miscarriage. So it comes a lot of questions. Is that considered a baby? At what stage in the pregnancy? And there are a lot of shilas. So when there are, the shilas come up pretty often. Now the carbon oila, there's no problem with. Why is there no problem? Because even if, the, let's say, she's not mechuyiv in the oila for the being a yeledes, because you can always bring an oila as an adava, so the Chamim, they basically made a T'nai. If it's for the baby, so it will be a carbon uh, oil for the Yoledes. If the, she was not Mechuyiv, so it's considered an Adova. So either way, the Chat, the oil, the bird was brought on the Mizbeach. There was no problem. Where was the real problem? With the carbon Chatos. The carbon Chatos cannot be a Nadova because it's a Chatos. But it's a suffix if it's a Chatos. So they didn't know what to do. What would you do with this carbon? It's like a suffix carbon. You bring in the Mizbech, you don't bring in the Mizbech. So the way it worked was, you couldn't have any benefit from this. So it would have to, pretty much, they would, they would have the carbon. And then it would uh, rot. They would till it, you couldn't use it. And then they would, would call Taver Tzuras, where you wouldn't recognize it. It pretty much, you know, decayed. And then you would burn it. Where would these things be stored? Because if you're going to start putting down the carbonus, again, it's a, it could get mixed up with the carbon oilers, it could get mixed up with the other carbonus. So you need a place for this sveikos, for these carbon chatos to, to rot or decay and then get burned. You want to keep it separate from everything else. Now, being that these carbonus, they were done by the western side of the Mizbeach, 
That's the place where these carbonis were done. So therefore, the they had a window there, like a little cubicle, and they would put these birds in that cubicle, and then when it would rot away, they would take it out, and then they would burn it. Another important fact regarding these ramps. We said, for example, one of the ramps went to the soivev, and one of the ramps went to the yesoid. Even these small ramps could not be touching mamish the mizbeach. Not so much because you were throwing things, because there wasn't time for throwing imurim, but rather because it says about the mizbeach, it has to be soviv, which meant that in Indian you would be able to have to wrap a string around. It has to have its own space. If you attach these small ramps to the mizbeach, then it's not soviv. It's not, it became expanded. So the, the mizbeach has to be only the mizbeach, nothing attached to it. Even if it's a little bit of a mount, what he calls kumloi nima, like mamish, like a little string, like a little thing that you could stick a little measurement through, that's okay, as long as it's not mamish touching the mizbeach. Now, it's very important. The mizbeach needs a few components to be ma'akib. For example, if a mizbeach doesn't have corners, these kronos, it doesn't have yesoid, and it's not square, these things are ma'akib, and it needs a ramp. The rest of the protim, in other words, if you want to make it a little bigger, if you want to make it a little smaller, that's okay. The main thing is, the smallest measurement it could be is an amma by an amma by three ammas high. But like we mentioned earlier, being that uh, in Beis Amigdash, Hasheni, they try to build it, like they understood from Yecheskel, that it would be 32 by 32.